Welcome back, everyone, to the High Tempo Sports Podcast. Today, I'm joined by my podcast partner, Easton. Hey, it's Easton. <laughs> no guests today. That's kind of why I said that. Uh, we have had guests our last, like, two episodes. No guests today. So, um, for the first time in our podcast history, we have breaking news. Breaking news. Oh, like, uh, no, not podcast history. Yeah. You're saying we've never had breaking news no, before? Yeah, we probably have, but for the first time in, like, six, seven episodes, I'd say, we have breaking news. Everyone, yesterday was probably the greatest day of all, or I guess today technically was the greatest today day of all great. time. Today at 1230, Thursday, June 4th, Okay. the NBA is coming back. Um. Yeah, yesterday Woj tweeted about how he's going to, uh, he just kind of, Throughout the plan that uh, the owners were going to vote on today for everything, and then they voted on it today, and it was you know everyone said it was already going to get passed. Guess what the votes were, by the way? I seen Woj tweeted about it. Like thirty-one to one. There's thirty teams. Oh, twenty-nine to one. Yeah, twenty-nine to one. How did I get that? I don't know. I do. I, 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 I didn't see it. Literally, if you look at the comments of Woj's tweet, every comment is Knicks. Knicks were the one. It was the Knicks. Like. Why would the, I don't? Yeah. Why would it be the Knicks? I don't know. I guess like, I don't know. I don't know who it was though, honestly. But I don't know who. I mean, I would guess like the Pistons, somebody who wants to tank more. Yeah, but pretty much, um, I guess we're gonna go into the details of that. Also, in this episode, uh, we're sadly to our NFL listeners, there's no NFL news this week. There just really has not been anything, and we're kind of want to talk, you know. About this whole NBA thing coming back, so and it's just political. We don't talk about yeah, politics like, on here. Like the whole Drew Brees thing is like the only thing in the NFL, and we don't. That's not something that we want to talk about on here. So, um, pretty much, yeah, we're talking about the NBA today. So here's the plan for uh, the NBA. So they are gonna hold everything in Orlando. So okay, here's a question. First question for me: Is it like I? Because I didn't do my research. I thought Sam will do this. Is it like one? I court? always do the research. Is it like one court that they're playing on? I don't know. Actually, or is it like five? It's probably like. I think it's gonna be one, and it's like tournament. Style. I mean, honestly, that'd be cool. That'd be so cool. Like you know, it's like, like they do like days. that, or like that first uh, tournament of uh, basketball. Like they take like the top ten and they play the tournament. In yeah, New York. yeah. I it's probably I don't know if it's one court, but it's like the way that it sounds. It's like all a area that they're in, and they like don't leave this area. Which like is it's awesome. Whole, it's like, like basketball. It's uh, like a. Dome. Yeah, there's a word for (laughs) it. Yeah. But, so 22 teams were invited. Let me go through uh, the the teams. So there was 13 teams in the West and only 9 teams in the East. So in the West, obviously, I'm just going to go in the orders of standings how they are. Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets, Jazz, Thunder, Rockets, Mavericks, Grizzlies, Trailblazers, Pelicans, Kings, Spurs, and Suns and then the Timberwolves and Warriors are the only two teams not invited from the West. By the way, did you know Houston was six in the West? I bet they were higher. So did I. But OKC is ahead of them. Dude, which is Chris weird. Paul is just goaded. But and then in the East, you have Milwaukee, Toronto, Boston, Miami, Indiana, Philly, Brooklyn, Orlando, and Washington going. And so, what team missed the cut there? The teams that didn't miss the cut were Charlotte, Chicago, New York. Pistons, Atlanta, and Cleveland. None of those teams were. None of those teams were, yeah. I would, I would argue that Washington won't do anything either. Exactly. So, like, the way that this is going to work is those 22 teams are all invited to Orlando, and I believe, like, July 1st is when they can, like, go there, but then July 31st is when the games start. 
And the way they're going to do it is there's going to be eight. Each team is going to play eight games. Just again, I don't know how they're going to play. Say Probably play like round robin. Probably, yeah. I actually can't do a full round robin, though. So the way it's going to work is if. So after those eight games are played, the top eight is that's the playoffs. But or I don't I don't know if they're doing like a sixteen, like one through sixteen, no matter regardless of conference. I don't know if that's come out yet. But well, there's oh I see what you're saying. I don't yeah. think so. Like, I think, in the discussion. I think it's still going to be East versus. So West. what you're telling me is like the Lakers regular season didn't matter until right like. That, the no, entire regular season is yes, white. No, no, no. The regular season isn't white. They're just playing eight more games. They're just games. playing eight more games okay. for seeding purposes for, like, everyone else. Okay. So the way that, that the eight seed is going to work is if the ninth seed, the team that's one out, the team that's like one out of the playoffs, if they are more than four games behind eighth, then the eight seed is automatically in the playoffs. But if they are less than four games, then they do a play-in tournament. And the format of that is it's the, just the nine and eight seed play against each other head to head, and it's the for the eight seed it's a double elimination, and for the nine seed it's single elimination. Do you know how crazy those so three like, games are? So like, let's say like be. Memphis and Portland. Like Portland is a game behind, so like they got to go into this. Portland's got to beat Memphis twice, and Memphis has only got to beat Portland once. Dude, that's good. Those will be that's, three of the greatest basketball yeah. games ever. Like if it goes three games. Well, like but, it, it but like, at the same time, it though, like games. at the same time. You might um, see a team blow somebody out. What if, what if a team is just like, why? what's the point in being an eight seed and playing LeBron in the first round? You if know? that happens, I'll cry. Let's go on the lottery. I'll be, I'll be so upset. I don't think it'll happen, but yeah. like... I think have, I think since they're there, they want to play. Especially not, like a team up. like Memphis, like a young team. Like, they are ready. Like, they are so ready. I bet you they won't be allowed to leave for 14 days, like after they lose their final game. Yeah. I bet you they'll still have mm-hmm. to stay there. So a couple, like... Um, coronavirus things that are going to go on here. They said that they're going to do daily testing of COVID nineteen to every every player, every coach, everyone. And they and I was like thinking, what if someone gets it? Like, is it just over? But they said if someone has test positive for it, that person will just leave and self quarantine, and then the league will continue because pretty much that the whole league is going to be quarantined anyways. Yeah. Yep. Like they're not going to be leaving and stuff. So. Dude, what if it's like a prison? Like, what if they get like awful food? And, like, well, my no. thing is like, what if like the I think this, I think this is gonna be really cool. Oh, I think, I think it's, it's I think awesome. It's but be what awesome. if one? What, what if like LeBron gets COVID midway through the playoffs? And, like, that's the end of their playoff run because there's. I didn't think about that. Yeah, like, what if a really good play? <laughs> but like, no, I don't think there's gonna be much people going in and out of this whole area. That well, they gotta get food in. somehow. Well, there no, there's like rest. There's like this is a big area. This isn't just like they're in a. Like, don't. Um, like, it's an open area. Yeah, it's an open. Because i seen, like, coaches can still go, like, out to eat and golfing and stuff. Golfing. I, that's what Woj, he tweeted something about golf. So, the the concern is for the eight teams that were not invited, the concern is that the this long break of no basketball, because the, let me actually, let me say this first. The, the, the season next year, right now, plans to start December 1st, like the 2020 to 2021 late. season. Which is late, but we've seen the black or the the uh, lockout year in like 2012 or 13 start on Christmas, and then the the draft lottery is going to be August 25th. The NBA draft is going to be the 15th, and free agency is going to start the 18th. But the concern for all the other eight teams that weren't invited is they're going to have a nine month period of no basketball uh-huh. of of no since they weren't invited here. Not even allowed to practice. See, but the thing is, they they are talking about. They're, they may have, like, summer training camps that are mandatory for these teams. And there's even talk about, like, a fall leagues between these teams, like a recreational league. I don't know if, like, it's obviously going to be required or not, but 
don't know. If you were one of the eight teams, how would you feel? Oh, I'd be upset if I was a team like we talked about earlier, like Detroit, who needs to like is trying to now drop at this point. Like midway through the season, they yeah. decided we're tanking. So they were like, okay, we're tanking, tanking. Season gets cut short. They don't have any more opportunity to tank. So this mm-hmm. is just a complete waste of a season. Granted, they still have, like what? The I mean, they still, they still have the fourth best odds. So they're still getting the number one overall pick, and we're still getting Lamelo. I Hall. hope so. <laughs> Dude, but like, <laughs> but the thing is, too, if like I'm just talking, if you're just a player though, like nine, because these guys haven't been playing basketball. I mean, it's discouraging because they've already had like a three month break. I know, like there was rumor that LeBron was having like having like workouts or whatever, but like Giannis said, he hadn't played a, a he hadn't even dribbled a basketball. So like, I like I I would be kind of is it that's your job you know yeah like, like are are you gonna be like rookie year Giannis all over again yeah like you I don't forget it, but I'm just talking about these teams that aren't going to to Orlando like yeah I don't know what the what they're gonna I don't know it's weird I wonder if the players will like suffer like actually like their stats and stuff will, yeah like when they come back will they be like think worse? about a guy like like Blake Griffin like obviously he was hurt but like do you think he's gonna want to do these like. These summer league and yeah. like stuff like that. For, like, the rookies and sophomores. I know, like, yeah, yeah. Like so, like he just has nine months of no basketball. Like that's that can take a toll on you know. Yeah, like, well, nine of months. no no like competitive real bad. Yeah. Like obviously you can go play pickup in that one gym that everyone does super insanely good at. Yeah, what it's, is that gym? It's, it's the a, dude that, it's like that, high, that it's like Chris a... Brickley uh, is like, he's like the trainer there. Yeah, I don't know. He I gets the crazy. He's yeah. like Adam Sandler and LeBron. Like he has both <laughs> sides of the spectrum. Yeah. So, I kind of just wrote down a couple things that I'm, like, curious about. The first thing is KD and the He's Brooklyn not playing. Nets. He already came out and said he's See, not playing. See, but that was before this whole thing hit. That he was, can't come out and That play. was, like, a month ago. That'd be messed up if he came out and played. A Don't month. you think? Because he had coronavirus? It, like, no, it ruined the integrity of, like, what the season was. I feel like if you were hurt before the season yeah. ended, like, if you were more, like, KD wasn't supposed to come back for playoffs. They said maybe. Yeah, he he wasn't gonna. He wasn't gonna. I don't think. And he came out and said, "I'm not coming back if the." Yeah, was. but he. But once again, that was like I said. That was like I don't think it was a month ago, but it was weeks ago, and that was before this whole this this new thing came out. Oh, now, I really don't I, do, you, do you think it's play. messed up because he had COVID or just because like he had the injury? He wasn't supposed to. He play. wasn't supposed to play. Yeah, I don't think it was anything. But the thing is, if he does, dude, they're the seven seed right now. They and the East is for me is wide open. Oh, why anybody? Like whoever plays, they, the best they would basketball. have to play Toronto. But like you got Kyrie and KD, like they, that team could upset. That team could upset Dinwiddie. That team could upset Toronto. No, that team's insane. And no, no hates at Toronto, but like DeAndre Jordan, Jared Allen, Jared Allen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That team is like loaded. Oh, that team will be a top three seed next year. But I, maybe. that's the thing is like that team is well way more than capable of beating Toronto. Yeah, like if Katie's back, that's that the team... thing. Like, and the thing is, Katie is probably he's probably capable to play. It's oh, just yeah. like the thing is, does he want to? Yeah, I think it'd be honestly. I think it'd just be like, I don't know. I don't know. It'd and be that's weird. where I bring up another question of John Wall. Washington was the only team out of the playoffs in the East invited. I mean. It's the, it's I think that just because John Wall I mean he hasn't played it since like the middle of last year he's been out for over a year with that torn ACL Washington to me if they like with a healthy John Wall they're easily a playoff team like, oh that easily team is, you know the, him Bradley Beal obviously Davis Bertans Thomas Bryant like Troy Brown Jr. isn't bad like that and Rui Rui obviously um, Rui Achimura. he's my favorite rookie actually not my favorite he's one of my favorites who's your favorite rookie I don't know. I don't know. I have, to, I have to look. It's not him, but I don't know who it is. It's probably like John Morant, J. A. Morant. Morant. <laughs> but um, like John Wall, 
I mean, if that if he does come back, like I feel like they could again. Totally take I feel Orlando. like I feel like they'd be like messed up for John Wall to come back because John Wall can't play not in the driver's seat. Like imagine like Bradley, I don't know. He probably could, dude. You think he'd take John Wall used to be a guy who'd average 10, 11 assists. No, a game. what I'm saying, no, no, no. What I'm saying, like, like just with the ball, you mean? Yeah, or? like he would want to. He can't be on the court, like mentally, like himself as like a player. He can't be the second option because he just can't. Like that's just not him. I mean, but at the same time, who says he's He's he gonna be, yeah. Because well, like, no, because that's, Bradley, him Beal, Bradley Beal started going, you know, like ever since John Wall got hurt, that's when Bradley Beal's putting up these 27, 28 That's what I'm saying. Like he's gonna come back and take Bradley Beal's like number one guy thing. Like dude, that'd cause some tension. But there's no way that goes. If over they well. winning though, like Bradley yeah. Beal was putting up fifty and losing, you know, yeah, like because right. that team was horrible with everyone. There, that team is such a injury riddled team. Yep, I can see that. So for me. Uh, I have three teams here that I think benefit from this really well. It's the 76ers, the Trailblazers, and the Clippers for three reasons. All the, or not three reasons. All for the same reason: injuries. Yeah. The 76ers have been battling injuries all year. The Trailblazers the same way. Like, is you if you yeah is Yusuf Nurkic like good to come back? Imagine if he is, dude. You have him and Whiteside. See, that's the thing. If one of these guys come back, KD is coming back. Yeah. Like I think they'll be like, okay, you want to bring and you like, want to bring him back and make it unfair. Mm-hmm. We'll bring KD. Like seventy sixers and B has obviously been battling injury all year. Um, if you know he's healthy, that team's a, that team is the sixth seed right now. But like they could make some noise. Um, and then the Clippers for me, you know, obviously Paul George has kind of been here and there. I don't think Kawhi Leonard is going to be doing any more load management. So we're going to see a full, healthy Clippers team. Who's your favorite right now to win? Lakers. See, dude, I I'm rooting for the Lakers, but it is so hard to not go with pick Clippers. The Clippers no, it is. But those are like by far like my Clippers are the favorites, but I'm not rooting for them. I'm I'm of course rooting for LeBron, but like I think AD is still too much to handle. I really do. I think yeah, AD who's, will shine. Who's guarding AD on Montrezl Harrell? Montrezl Harrell don't even start. Like, but he but he plays more minutes than the starting. The starting match. lineup though, who's who's guarding AD? I think they honestly put Kawhi on AD. And Paul George, because they're, they're you know those two are two of the best perimeter defenders in the league. Yeah, which but is so, dude. You know, crazy. That's that what team I'm is. saying. And then you, they still have Marcus Morris, who's there. Zubats, and then who's the other? Who's the other person they start? Pat Beverly. That's a Lou big Williams lineup, off man. The bench. Lou Williams and Montrez Harrell. And no, that who's the sharpshooter? Do they still have that guy? Landry Shamit. Yeah. Yeah, they got him, and they and they got Reggie Jackson, dude. Their bench. I hate Reggie Jackson. Their bench is better than like. It's like the Pistons starting five right now. I think easily. Like I think they would beat them like by twenty. They're bad. You have Reggie Jackson, Lou Will, Landry Shamit, Montrez Harrell, and who's the bunch big though? Patrick Patterson, I think. But dude, like dude, what's the why, dude? I can't think of names. Wood Christian Wood, yeah. dude. He yeah, would you think fall. he's gonna? You think he's gonna beat that <laughs> whole squad? Like okay, dude. Montrez Harrell. Would, we might be over over hyping Reggie Jackson and Landry Shamit here. Come on, they're not that great. And Patrick. Patterson. I mean, that team, that that squad struggles defensively for sure. And Montrezl Harrell's not offensively. Lou Will, bro. That's it. Landry Shamit sits in the court, dude. You pass the ball, he's knocking it down. <laughs> Same with Patrick Patterson, stretch big. That team, that, that they struggle defensively, but like obviously, 
I don't even think, think they're gonna like. What are the Clippers gonna do come playoff time? Dude, they teams, have to run an eight most, man. Yeah, I was say most teams in the playoff they run like eight man, maybe nine man, just because they want all their players getting big time minutes. But like the Clippers have like eleven guys who should be getting minutes. Yeah. So like the Clippers are the like Reggie Jackson probably won't play much. That's or good. Like Landry Shamit won't play. Which is crazy. I think Reggie actually won't play over. Probably. Uh, yeah, but they have Lou Will, though, so another small well, guy. somebody's got to like, play point guard. Somebody's got to play the Lou other Will guard. Lou Will can play point guard. The other guard. Yeah. I mean, just does someone have to, though? You just keep one of the starters in. Yeah, I guess. So, that team is so big. I know. Um. So, yeah, those are kind of, like, just everything I have to say in about the, the season coming back. You got any, like, anything else to say about just the, the season returning? I just think we're about to see the best basketball we've ever seen. Since maybe, like, the 2016 NBA Finals. Yeah. Like, the best, most intense competitive basketball. Right now, who is uh, who is winning the East? I'm going to go Toronto. You think so? I think they're going to have the most heart coming into the I, I'm... I think the Bucs are just going to be between, black I think it's between... Yeah, Queen. I think it's between <laughs> Toronto and Milwaukee. I don't. Th- I don't see Boston. I. I like Boston. I, I like the way Boston's been playing. I, yeah, yeah Jalen Brown, and Jason. I Cameron like Miami. Fun. I think Miami is kind of a like a my like they're they're, they're a sleeper, sleeper playoff team. Yes, like, for sure. But the, at the same time, that team like they're led by Jimmy and Iggy. Like for playoff experience, not nah, Iggy isn't obviously a leader on that team, but yeah. like. Other than that, you know, there's a lot of guys on that squad who don't have a lot of playoff experience. But not, not saying that that's a you know like that is a big deal. It is, but it's at the same time like. Uh, yeah, it kind of is. No, a big it deal. is because yeah. like it, it, the intensity is just you're playing against the best count. But some of those guys like Tyler Harrow, he knows what it's like to play big games. Oh yeah, super intense. So was so high, all so of them was Bam, Bam went to oh, Kentucky. All like all good schools. But. I mean, like Kendrick Nunn. Yeah, I mean, where did where did Kendrick Nunn go to college? I don't know. We looked it up the other day. It did was we? like Florida. It's definitely not Florida because he grew up in Chicago. It's, remember, yeah, remember I don't. That? I don't know where he went. To Chris college. Dunn and Kendrick Nunn. Both Chris Dunn. I <laughs> know Chris Dunn didn't grow up in Chicago. He just plays for Chicago. No, I think he. No, I don't know. I'm looking it up. Shh. Keep talking. Okay. But, but we'll talk about. the thing is, I, I who okay. Here's actually, I'm gonna ask you something. You know, you're looking something up. Okay. The race for the eight seed in the West is gonna be so interesting. Because right now Memphis is – I think the top seven is going to stay top seven. You have Dallas at seven right now, and they, I don't think they will fall to eight because I think there's a big ga- game gap between there. Did you find it? Yeah. It says he colleges Illinois and Oakland. Oh, so he must have just been a transfer. Like, he must have – Wait, is Oakland University? I thought it was in, like, Detroit. It's Oakland. He, it might have been Oakland University that's in, that's in I'll, Michigan. I'll, I'll click on it. Is it the one in Michigan? Dude, if yeah, it's the one it in – That's crazy. Wow. I didn't know that. Like, Kay Felder, right? He, Yeah. Well, yeah, obviously I knew Kay Felder. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Okay, but anyways. Yeah, like, the one through seven, the order might change, but in the West, the seven teams there at least set. But the eight seed, right now you have Memphis, but Portland, like I said, if Portland's healthy, like, they're going to be tough to not overcome that spot. The Pelicans... The Pelicans are healthy, dude. Like you no, know, the Pelicans could be legit. I love the Pelicans. The team. Pelicans, the the Kings. I think I think it's between those. I think it's between Memphis, Portland, and Pelicans. The Kings, maybe they're eleven right now. San Antonio, sorry, San Antonio. I think your run in the playoffs is going to be over. Phoenix, honestly, I don't even know why Phoenix was invited. Really. <laughs> no, Phoenix. Like, <laughs> like they had a good stretch at the start of the yeah. season. But they haven't been playing good since then. But they've also had a lot of injuries. 
Isn't it weird to think that Phoenix was a 13 in the West and they were invited and the Pistons are 13 in the East? That's so weird. I feel like those teams are comparable. Uh, no, no, they're not. No, they're not. dude. The Pistons no. are bad. Like, they're I, I genuinely think that the Pistons roster right now is the worst, is the worst in the league. Oh, maybe, I agree. No, maybe the, the Warriors is worse. No, because the Warriors, at least if they're healthy, I they're mean, Cur- Actually, Curry's back, though, technically. But so, like, the Cavs might be worse. The Cavs, Cavs roster's pretty bad. And Charlotte's better. Charlotte is the 10 seed in the East. Yeah, Charlotte's better. Like, I, Devontae I, Graham is The Knicks' roster is better. Atlanta's is for sure better. Like, uh, Cleveland might be the only worse roster. Yeah. Um, and the last thing, dude, the I'm I am so tempted. I have no clue what's gonna happen in the West. No, no clue. Literally, I we'll be I'll be over at your like apartment and we'll be watching those games like every night. There's so like I like, there's so many teams I could see making the conference finals. Like the top four: Lakers, Clippers, Denver, and Utah. Like Utah is a, sl- but so is Denver though. Like oh. I, I think Utah is. I think really... Denver is like. Actually, dude, is Utah is, is Utah back to like, is Utah good though no. after everything that happened with no. Gobert? No, because there's in... no way. Uh, yeah, I that wonder might, what those training camps. That might mess like. with everyone. Yeah. Well, the thing is, Denver with, uh, slept on though. Denver, uh, do you see what their coach said about Jokic? Mike Malone. Yeah, I, I can't ever. Jokic is like apparently like lean again. Like skinny and like really? a monster. Even during all this time, that's what that's I seen. What, I seen a meme that that like right when this first started happening, that was like, "R.I.P. to the Denver Nuggets," because uh, <laughs> Jokic is about to start eating again or something. <laughs> well, apparently he said he's the lean, mean fighting machine or scoring <laughs> machine, winning machine or something like that. But like OKC is like I don't think they'll go far, but like they're gonna, you know they surprise everyone. Houston, you know I don't. Houston could make a run. No, they, they, they could. They, they could. That's could. What, I'm not saying they are, but I think out of like. Any of these lower-tier teams, they are the team to make a run. Dallas, I'm interested to see how Luka will play and Porzingis, but I don't think they'll probably have first-round exit. I yeah. But you never know. So I think that wraps up everything. Uh, like I said, the, the first of these games starts back up July 31st. Um, I can't wait for the NBA draft, man. Now that oh, I know when dude. it's actually here, the draft lottery on August 25th, that's going to be the most important day of our Pistons Life. fandom ever. Dude, like, that's whether we get LaMelo Ball or not. Like, dude, I want to, at least, if we get a top, I just want a top three. Top three. Oh, me too. Top three. Because top three you have between Melo, Anthony Anthony Edwards, Edwards, and James Wiseman. If you get one of those three guys, it's fine. But if you're at four, (laughs) no offense to whoever we're going to, Obi Toppin or whoever it's going to be. If we get Obi Toppin, Isaac Okoro, it's just like. There's not LaMelo. Yeah. Anthony Edwards or. So, yeah, that that is everything for uh, us going over the new NBA season. So, on to our uh, second and final topic of the day. We're doing another redraft, man. These redrafts are too fun. No, they are so much Easton, fun. what redraft are we doing today? Uh, 2016 NBA redraft, which so, is one of the deeper classes yeah, in a like, while. We, like the they don't 20, have a lot of superstars, but they have a lot of good, The thing good is, players. like, the 2011 one that we did was, like, the deepest draft because it had, like, seven all-stars. But, like, in this draft, there, right, uh, let me see how many all-stars there's right now. There's one, two, three... Four. There's four all stars in this draft, right? Already, already. But the thing is, dude, like, I think there's like seven all stars potentially. Future, yeah, yeah. I, agree. I, I would say seven. Yeah, me too. So um, let me. Get, we're doing a top the top ten again. So let me go over the original top ten. First pick was Ben Simmons, drafted by the 76ers. Second pick was Bi Brandon Ingram, drafted by the Lakers. Third pick Jalen Brown, drafted by the Boston Celtics. Fourth pick was Dragon Bender, drafted by the Phoenix Suns. Monster. 
He was probably one of the biggest busts in the last like five years, dude. He was a big I, boss. I always get Dragon Bender and Dario Sarge mixed up. Really? See, always. Sarge is good though. Like, yeah, I guess no, they, I they, know they, they both are. play for Phoenix now, or Dragon is anymore. But Chris Dunn was five by Minnesota. I loved Chris Dunn. Coming so did out of I. College, out of dude. Providence, I was so excited. I love the way he played. I yeah. loved him and Jalen Brown. Who most. in Minis- In his, he played one year in Minnesota, right? I think so. Yeah, and then he got traded. Yeah, in his, his one year in Minnesota was really disappointment. But he's been he's been a decent point guard in Chicago. Um, Buddy Heel was drafted six by the Pelicans, who his rookie season was a disappointment in New Orleans, and now that he's in Sacramento, he's one of the best shooters in the league. Uh, Jamal Murray was drafted seven by Denver Nuggets. Marquise Chris was drafted eighth by Sacramento, and he was traded on draft night to Phoenix. Uh, Jakob Podol, or Pertle, I don't really don't know how you say it, uh, he was drafted ninth by the Raptors and later traded uh, in the Kawhi Leonard trade. And then Thon Maker, the GOAT, was drafted at 10th by Damn Milwaukee. Damn crazy that is. Thon Maker feels like the taco fall yeah. of, like, that draft. Well, Thon Maker was a guy that, like, he was, in the year after this, I'm pre- like, the 2017 mock draft, he was, like, a top five projected pick, and then he randomly just declared for the draft. Yeah. Like, no one thought he would. And didn't play. I think if he would, I honestly think if he would have, like, waited, waited another year, he would have been a lot more successful in the league. Me too. So here's some other guys not in the top 10 that are in this draft. Sabonis went 11. Uh, Torian Prince, pretty good NBA player, went 12. Malik Beasley, 19. The Pistons took Henry Ellenson in this draft. Great. He's a GOAT. He's probably the worst draft pick we've had in the past, just as far as, like, as, far as how they turned out. Like, at yeah. least Stanley Johnson played a couple years. Yeah. Like, Henry Siak- did Siakam went at 27. Karis LeVert at 20. DeJounte Murray at 29. Brogdon, who was the rookie of the year of this class. 38. 36. Oh, it's close. Simmons was hurt, and then obviously Simmons won it the year after this. Uh, Zubats was 32. Fred Van Bleet was the undrafted king out of this class. And then the GOAT himself, actually, not Henry Ellenson, uh, Patrick McCaw, Mr. Three-Pete, went 38. Okay, so here's a question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mr. Three. The only player other than Chauncey to do it. No. James Jones. Wait. No, it wasn't. No. Chauncey was- did three-Pete. No, it was something about playing on two teams and three peating. Only like two players. Dennis Rodman, Steve Kerr, Steve Kerr. That's who it he was. went three and well, he would he, he four peated. He four peated. Yeah, he's the only player to win back to back with two different teams. I think is what. It Other was. than Patrick McCaw. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I, I never. I, there's probably another guy. I feel. Like. I, no, I was watching a video. Really? It was like Mike. It was uh, some dude who was like the last dance after the last. Oh, dance. Oh, really? Yeah. What, were you, what were you gonna say though? You said question. You said like, here's a question. I don't remember. All right. I have no idea. So, let's just get right into it. Number uh, 10. So, I'm going to first off mention my honorable mention who I took off the list. Yeah. DeJounte Murray. Me too. Was my 10th. See, that, that's he, the thing. He like, was my 10th. This should be a top 11 because DeJounte Murray deserves it. Is Okay, tell me who your 10 is. Buddy Heald. Ooh, okay, never mind then. I was going to say. <laughs> okay. Uh, I guess that's actually not that big of a deal, but I have Karis LeVert at 10. Whoa. Um, that, that's weird to me. I'd be like, Karis LeVert's a hooper. Okay, but I have Karis LeVert. You think Buddy? You think Karis LeVert over Buddy Heald? Well, Karis LeVert has both sides. Buddy Heald's a struggling defender, dude. Yeah, but Buddy Heald brings... I feel like he brings a lot more offensively than Karis LeVert. Karis LeVert was averaging like 17, 5, and 5 before he I don't know. Him. I think Buddy Heald... I'm telling if I need somebody to go get a bucket... I'm going Karis LeVert. But anyways, let me, t- let me talk about DeJounte Murray. I think that DeJounte Murray, it, compared to... Karis LeVert at 10. For me, I think that DeJounte Murray will probably have a more impactful career. But as of right now, he's had 
he had that one year where he was all defensive first team, and then after that he tore his ACL. So like, he just hasn't stayed healthy. You he know? was all defensive first team. Yeah, as a rookie or second year. As a second year. That's insane. I think he was. I think it was first. He definitely was all de- defense. Yeah. It might have been second team. He's but, nuts. I mean, he's like six yeah. six with like a seven foot. He's, and he's like Dejounte Murray is a beast, but no. like he just hasn't. And I think he will he hasn't show played enough. Exactly. He just hasn't played enough. Yep. So you have Buddy Heald at ten. Yep. Who's your nine? Fred Van Vliet. Wow. Who's your number nine? I have Buddy Heald at nine. Okay. So is Fred Van Vliet hot? Like Fred Van higher? Vliet at nine? Yeah, and dude. Karis LeVert over Fred Van Vliet. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not big on Fred Van Vliet. Like I think he's a good hooper. Wow. But I still, again, if I'm building a team, I take Karis LeVert over Fred Van Vliet. What? Yeah, to play my two, hundred percent, dude. Karis LeVert goes. I don't know, Fred dude. Van Vliet's like I'm six taking Fred one, Van Vliet. I don't, dude. That don't matter, dude. Yes, Look what I he do. did in the playoffs yes, last I year. Yes, do, do. Look what he did, dude. Yeah, he did. He did well. You have him like and Kyle Lowry. Option. You have him and Kyle Lowry on the court at the same time. It doesn't. The size didn't even matter. Yeah, but like he's like he was like the fourth option on that team. Yeah, but Karis LeVert's a better second option than Fred Van Vliet. Karis LeVert was not the second. No, option. No, he is a better one. Like if I'm making. When's he ever been a second option though? I can't prove that. No, I'm. When was Fred Van Vliet been a second? I said, uh, yeah, I never said he was, but you're saying no, Karis LeVert's a better second option. I'm just saying, like, if I would think, I think Karis LeVert would be a better second option. He's got more tools. Eh, I just think career-wise so far, Fred Van Vliet's been better than Karis oh, LeVert. Oh, I don't disagree with that. Okay. Uh, at number eight, I have Malcolm Brogdon. Number eight, I have Malcolm Brogdon. Okay. Malcolm Brogdon, who was the Rookie of the Year, um, having the best year of his career uh, in Indiana right now. He was 50-40-90. Two years earlier. You could flip my... Because Karis LeVert's my seven. I'll tell you that right now. You uh-huh. could flip Malcolm Brogdon and Karis LeVert. I'd be fine. I have that. Fred Van Vliet at seven. So our bottom four is are the same. And our top six, I assume, are going to be the same. I Unless I forgot somebody. Fred already. Van Vliet at nine? Or would, it, would you have him at nine? Yeah. Karis LeVert at seven. I, I In See, hindsight, I'd flip Karis LeVert and Malcolm Brogdon. I put Fred Van Vliet over Brogdon. And those two are ones I could, I could see switching. The yeah. only reason I went with Fred Van Vliet is because... How good, how well he played in the playoffs last year. I mean, he like he did. Baby Drake went off. Yeah, he he went off. He did not like have a poor finals. He went off, and he was a, like he was nasty in those finals. And I know he like Karis LeVert really hasn't gotten a shot in the finals. Brogdon technically hasn't because he was hurt when the buck last year when the, the Bucks, Bucks were in the playoffs. Right. So I know they haven't got a shot yet, but that's the thing. Like Fred VanVleet has got a shot and he dominated. So that's why I have him at so high. Yep, Buddy Heald. Um. At ten, for you, do you think Buddy Heald like can be like an All Star one day? I don't see it. I uh-huh. just don't think he has enough to his game. I think he's struggling defender. Because if the only way for him to be an All Star is if his team performs better. Yeah, and I don't he, think, I don't think gonna, he could be a second option on a good team. I don't think he's gonna be in Sacramento. I don't think I don't see Sacramento paying them a bag. No, I, I want to go back with, to New Orleans, especially with. Uh, De'Aaron Fox and Marvin Bagley both still on their rookie deals. They both got to get paid. I don't see them giving Marvin or giving Buddy Heald a, a big payday. So I wonder if, if you know if whatever team he goes to next, if he does, how well he'll succeed. He had a really good year this year. Like Buddy Heald, he did. He was again one of the best yeah, shooters in the league. Just one of the like best college. shooters in the league. A pretty good scorer. Um, but you, yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say about that. So number six, who do you got? I have a guy, and you might be upset about this. First time All Star this year, Demonis Sabonis is my number six. I'm not upset about that. I put Jamal Murray at six. Uh, I have Sabonis at five. I got Jamal Murray, and at five. I I was like those. That actually was like the one that I almost switched. I do. 
See, like, I kind of want to switch it, because, like, I know Sabonis made the All-Star game this year. Like, he had an amazing year, but I honestly feel like Jamal Murray is still, like, I would take Jamal Murray Me too. Over. I think he has such an impact on the floor. Yeah, and, like, I don't know why, but every time I think about Jamal Murray, I think about last year in the playoffs against Portland. Yeah, I don't know what game it was, but it was an elimination game. It was in Portland, and Jamal Murray made, like, 17 straight free throws or something. Oh, I remember like, that they, game. He, he kept getting fouled, and yep. he would not miss. And I, I don't know why I keep yeah, I always why think is about that. that? Because that's just, like, clutchness. Like, that's yeah. just, like, I just think about that. But, yeah, I went with uh, I went with Jamal Murray at 6 and Sabonis at 5. Sabonis, um, yeah. I don't really know what else to say. No, I mean, Sabonis is, I feel like Jamal Murray has more of an impact Mm -hmm. on the total game than Sabonis does. And that could be just a fault of the new generation of NBA. Yeah. You know, a point guard has a much bigger impact than I think any center in the NBA. Yeah, I agree. I think that's just the new style. And the thing about, the craziest thing about this is if we're to do this redraft like a year ago, right now, like, it would be so, like, Sabonis would, like, not be top seven for sure. No. Because this year he broke out. I don't Ajate think, Murray would be on it. I don't think Jalen Brown would be very high. No. I don't think Brandon Ingram would be very high. No. Siakam would be high, but probably not as high as he is now. You no. know, like it's it's actually crazy to think about it like that. So who's your number four? Number four, I have Jalen Brown. I have Bi. I've got okay. Brandon Ingram. Uh, so I'm assuming your number three is Bi. My number three is Bi. My number yeah. three is Jalen. So Brown. why why Jalen Brown over Bi? I just think Jalen Brown has been more productive on a good team. Mm-hmm. Like this year, Jalen Brown really showed that he's a monster. Yeah. Uh, he's a six six shooting guard. There's he, he might be six seven. I yeah I don't I don't know what he he's is. He's big though. He's oh like, yeah he's, he's a, a hooper. No like I I really like Jalen Brown. Like I I I like Jalen Brown a lot more than Brandon Ingram. But I just went with I went with Brandon Ingram just because Brandon Ingram really showed this year because the Pelicans weren't like an awful team. Like obviously they're they're injury real and everything but Brandon Ingram like really showed that he wasn't a bust this year he no he showed that he's there like, was a lot of talk you know he, that like before when while he was still on the Lakers you know that he was a bust and everything he went out and showed this year that he is not a bust and he is a hooper I think that's something to do with and I'm, I'm a firm believer that just playing in LA is not for some people yeah I think there's too many bright lights especially when you're called baby KD and when you're like that like that team of him and like D'Lo and like Jordan Clarkson, Every player all those trying young, to break and they're out. so young. Yeah, like yeah. such a young squad. Even like last year when they had like LeBron and then all the like Kuzma, all the other yep. young guys like Josh Hart, Lonzo. Some people just fit the atmosphere, and Kuzma's one of those guys who really does. Yeah, he he. I don't think he's as good as he plays in a different city, but I think Bi is a product of being better because he's not in LA. Yeah, I yeah I can, I can see that, and I think Bi is gonna have well him and Jalen Brown. Like I said. I'm not, I don't really disagree with you for putting Jalen Brown above Brandon Ingram just because I could I can see it both ways. I just went with Brandon Ingram over Jalen Brown. I think they'll both have long Probably just because of the, the all-star appearance, really. But, like, you know, Jalen, if the Celtics were really good and they, they weren't going to get three all-stars, though, because they already had Kemba and Tatum. It came down to, honestly, it came down to Tatum and Brown for that all-star spot. Did so you the, see that? Uh, I just got a notification. Inside the NBA has come back tonight. Really? Yeah. With, back. like, uh, Kearney, Shaq, Kearney. And Shaq and Ernie and, <laughs> and, Kenny. and Kenny and Charles Barkley. Yeah, that's dope. Didn't Charles Barkley have? Or no, I think it was rumored that he had COVID nineteen, but he remember. didn't have it. So, so my number the two, top two. I think we've got them in the same order. I don't know. I, we might not. You're telling me you've got you don't have Ben Simmons at one. Do I don't know. Okay, we both have. Ben okay, Simmons. so Siakam one, Simmons yeah. two. Okay, I had a feeling that you would put Simmons at one, even though you're not a big Simmons fan. Um, the reason I went with Siakam is just because. Is because of his 
like the fit aspect. Uh-huh. Like Ben Simmons is a great player, and his and his fit in 76ers isn't very good. Isn't very good. No. And the thing is, Siakam he could probably fit on any team. Yeah, I agree. Ben Simmons can't really. You know, he he needs shooters. to be surrounded by straight shooters and five yeah. out. Let him do his thing. That's why Joel Embiid and him don't work. Yeah, exactly. And because Joel Embiid is such a good. I mean, he's Joel Embiid can stress four obviously, but like, Not great. but he's most effective. <coughs> bless you. Thank you. But he's most effective, like, back to the basket, posting guys up. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I went with, and, you know, obviously Siakam has the ring, um, which helps a lot. And he you know, was, as, again, as the, like, as, probably not the second option, probably the second or third between him and Lowry. I think Lowry was probably the second option during the finals. I don't know, though. Oh, no, dude. Spicy P, didn't he have, like, 23? Spicy P game? had a great, great series. He had a great In game one, finals. I'm pretty sure he, like, went off. Yeah, me too. Um, That's why I became a Spicy P fan. Oh, yeah. Game, Everyone bro. became a Spicy P fan when the Raptors beat the Warriors. Everybody did. You could not be. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I honestly kind of thought we were going to be different there, but nothing. no hate towards Simmons, but I just think, like, Simmons will still have an amazing career for sure. Yeah. So this draft, there wasn't really a lot of, like, busts in the top ten. Like, this was a lot of the guys who were in the top ten are on this list. Obviously, Dragon Bender is probably a big-time bust. Like, Jacob Chris, Podol. Eh, Podol isn't bad. Thon Maker. Thon Maker, yeah. Thon Maker's a boss. But, like, Chris Dunn, he's not good for the fifth overall pick, but, like, he's, he's, a, boss. he's a solid NBA player. Yeah. Like, Marquise Chris was, but he had a – Marquise Chris had a pretty good year this year for the Warriors. Mm-hmm. He did. On a horrible Warriors but, yeah, team. Yeah, that might yeah. be the reason he had a good year. So um, That's what I'm worried about Christian Wood. As we get better, does he fall Exactly. Off? I'm worried about so that. So before we end the episode, I have a quick question about – the Golden State Warriors. I, I want to do another episode talking a lot about the Warriors. But if let's say they get like the number. I think they have the odds at the number one or two pick right now. It's, the it's them or Cleveland. Which is crazy because they played against each other in the finals like two years ago. Yeah. But if the Warriors take like James Wiseman, who I think would be the best fit for them. Me too. Or, or and then like they either take James Wiseman. I don't think they're going to trade the pick. But... Let's say they take James Wiseman, it's Curry, Clay, you know, Draymond all back. Does that team like win the finals next year? Uh no, but they come they're competing for the finals. Yeah. I think it's still Lakers and Clippers. Mm-hmm. I don't think they'll be better than the Clippers. I think that the NBA's gotta do a sixteen team thing, dude. Me Just too. the best sixteen teams because you can't, regardless of the Warriors don't belong as a three seed. And like yeah, exactly. Like the Warriors and Clippers or the Warriors and Lakers would have to play against each other in the Conference semis, not yeah. even the conference finals. That's like, just wrong. It is, yeah, it is. And that's where, like, I see the Warriors. I could see the Warriors drafting James Wiseman. I could see Carl Anthony Towns wanting to get out of Minnesota really quick. Yeah, but they just got D'Angelo Russell. Oh, they did. Yeah, You're right. I forgot about that. No, he wouldn't. He stayed there. He's good to stay for yeah. now, though. Until, but until until they get Devin Booker. Yeah, right. <laughs> even though they have no pieces to trade for, I think a Jarrett Culver actually they might be able to pull something off. Now with the Suns, dude. Jarrett Culver and like twelve picks. They've been holding on to D book so hard. Jarrett Culver, who's another young? If they, I was to say they still had Robert Covington, they could, but like who is their backup? Who did they get for? They got Malik Beasley. He's a young. Oh, he could. He's a young guy. Good player. Who's their point guard? Or uh, D'Angelo Russell is now. I don't know who else they have. Me either. All right, well, I think that's going to wrap up uh, this week's episode. Like you said, this is a huge day. Like, we're finally going to have sports back. Obviously not till the end of July, so we're still going to have to think of some random stuff to talk about. But but more advancements will be coming now. Yeah, definitely. And there, there'll, there'll be news to talk about instead of just all these lists that we're making. So, um, once again, if you have any suggest, suggestions for uh, things you want us to talk about, let us know. Like, put a comment on our Instagram, maybe, like, 
tweet at one of us or something. Cause like, I, I would like to hear what you guys want us to talk about. Yeah, so. for sure. Yeah, thanks for, wraps it up. thanks for listening. Peace. Peace.